Equity is brought to you by ExaCrunch, that prodigious TechCrunch paywall you keep running into. You can break through that paywall at a steep discount if you use the promo code equity. If you do, you'll get access to our best stuff and you'll make equity look really good internally at the same time. Enough of that, let's start the show. Hello and welcome to Equity, our quick primer for the week. My name is Alex and together we are going to get started on the right foot this morning. Today is February 22nd and I will be blunt, there is a lot to do. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. All right, all right, listen, we're going to start with the weekend and we're going to start with some news that broke late last week, actually, kind of after I logged off, so I haven't talked to you about it yet. Coinbase could be worth $100 billion, quote, per a secondary sale organized by the company, end quote. That's Axios's Dan Premack. And Premack, former guest of the show, actually, also reported that Coinbase had revenues of $691 million in the first three quarters of 2020 and profit of $141 million. Now, I don't know if that's, you know, gap net income or whatever, but obviously we will unpack all those numbers in due time, aka the moment this recording is done. Oh, also this weekend, another unicorn made IPO news. This time it was Toast, a restaurant payments company that appeared to be living up to its name at the start of the pandemic when it had to lay off staff. Now the company could be worth $20 billion in an IPO, according to the Wall Street Journal. The Boston-based company was most recently valued at $5 billion by private investors. So 4x for a company that a year ago had to fire a lot of staff. That's very 2021. If that IPO happens, it will be a massive success for the Boston startup scene you know, as a whole and a lot of investors to boot. It's a big deal. And wrapping up on just the biggest news from the last couple of days, it does appear that China has new rules regarding online lending, which will, of course, impact the previously high-flying Ant Group, which used to be called Ant Financial. Ant Group, of course, had planned an IPO in recent months that got put on hold, aka killed. The news from China, based on our read, will reduce the number of loans that online providers like Ant can offer, which will curtail their businesses, which probably is the goal. I doubt these changes are really good for Ant and therefore probably not great for China's startup ecosystem, which could have used a shot in the arm, not a, I don't know, manacle on the wrist. Turning to this morning, we have a lot. So in no real order, here is what I am staring at this morning. Oscar Health set an IPO price range of $32 to $34 per share, and I have no idea yet if that is cheap or expensive. Oscar Health is a company I can see arguments for valuing at $0 or $10 billion. More to come as soon as I can write it, but that is going to be a puzzler. Next up is Apex Clearing, a company you probably became familiar with during the Robinhood saga. They're going to go public via SPAC, of course. The company announced it planned to merge with Northern Star Investment Corp 2 this morning, which is a great name for a company. What brilliant nomenclature. Anyways, per the release, Apex, quote, generated unaudited operating revenue of approximately $236 million and unaudited adjusted EBITDA of approximately $86 million in fiscal year 2020. More to come on that, of course, but that's a big deal. And it's another SPAC, another private company going public. Interesting. But of course, not everything going on this morning is late stage stuff. So let's grab some neat funding rounds from the earlier stages. And we're going to do that now. Turning to funding rounds early on this Monday morning, we do have some early stage stuff for you fans of startups out there. Not everything is a unicorn. Not everything is a SPAC. Let's talk about some smaller investments. We're going to kick off with Gopher, which is G-O-P-H-R, as it turns out. And I'm going to quote from our own Steve O here. Gopher, a UK-based last-mile delivery provider, has raised £4 million in funding as it looks to invest in its product off the back of 300% revenue growth during the last 12 months. Uh, wow, 300%'s not bad. Only £4 million, though? That did stand out to me a little bit. You just think the number would be, you know, bigger. Well, as it turns out, Nauta Capital, N-A-U-T-A Capital, led the round. 
Gopher had raised about a million pounds previously. And so my question was, how the hell had it raised such little amounts of money? And whenever I hear delivery, I just presume it's a cash fire. Per Mr. O'Hare's reporting, quote, the 2015 founded company reached monthly net profitability around three years ago and was net profitable for the whole of last year. Wow. Actually, legitimately wow. That's really, really neat. I have never, ever, ever heard of a company going at 300% a year and not losing money. That's legitimately wild. And next up is a round from our own Ingrid London. She reports that there is, quote, a startup out of Denmark called Agaris Group, which has built a dual-purpose platform, providing both accountancy software and a marketplace for small and medium businesses to find accountants. And it is announcing a round of growth funding to expand its business. Now, the Agaris Group, that's A-G-E-R-A-S, it's round up for a couple of reasons. One, it's Danish, and you don't hear enough about startups from Denmark, I don't think. Shout out Denmark, my mom is half Danish, what's up? Two, it's a $73 million round, which is the biggest Danish round that I can ever recall hearing about. And finally, the whole thing came from a single investor, namely Lugard Road Capital. Very interesting to see that big of a check from one investor to one company, but it's a big bet on what we presume is going to be a success. So more to come on a Garris Group. And just to squeeze one more in, there is a startup called Promise, which is promise-pay.com, which claims to have, quote, the most comprehensive payments platform for utilities and government agencies. According to TechCrunch, the company just put together $20 million more. The startup, according to our own Devin Coldway, works by, quote, integrating with official payment systems and offering more forgiving terms for fees and debts that people cannot handle all at once. I love that. Using technology to make everyday folks' lives better is great. Not everything has to be a clubhouse for rich people. You know what I'm saying? Which is just clubhouse. I like the idea of using fintech to make lives better for folks who don't have an advantageous perch on the capitalist economy. So, promise. Check it out. Now, for our deeper dive slash riff this morning, I have a little bit of incredulity. Things are moving so fast at the moment that it must be very hard to keep up. I'm struggling to keep up, and I literally get paid to keep up. You must be dying right now. So I promise that we'll all write more stuff, but it's going to be tricky. Now, why are things so bonkers at the moment? Well, it's because public markets are valuing companies more richly than private investors. And that means that a host of companies are going public around the world. You mix in hundreds of SPACs looking for targets, and there has never been more on-ramps to the public markets that I can ever recall. Really, you know, instead of writing to you this morning about, say, still being outraged at Stripe at $115 billion on the secondary markets, I'm stuck saying that if Coinbase is worth $100 billion, surely Stripe is worth more than $115 billion, just thinking about their relative revenue scale. But I do have a compass for us, or at least a dim light, and it's this. For so many years, we have fretted there are too many late-stage startups, unicorns, really, but you know what I mean, for the exit market to ever handle without a crash. They were never going to get out at the old kind of pace of liquidity. And yet, at last, here we are. The liquidity rush threatens to become a torrent, and pricing is strong. Could this be the great unicorn melt? And so our light, if you will, or our thought direction is really that any late stage private startup, you know, anyone uh, series C plus and beyond really, that does not pursue a path to the public markets is probably either one, a perfect company that knows it can bully private investors into the valuation it wants later on, or two, in trouble. Some of the stuff that SPACs are taking live is crap. So then surely these late stage startups are better than that, right? So join me in this as our rubric to judge company quality as long as you want to be a brat along with me and expect a lot more IPO news over the next, you know, six to 12 months if things stay where they are. And that is our show. We do have something neat coming for your ears on equity this week. And of course, do not forget that February 24th, Extra Crunch Live is going down with Matt Harris of Bain Capital and Isaac Oates of JustWorks. The EC Live thing shaping up nicely. Jordan is crushing that stuff. So I will see you there. 